0: When Flash decided to come up with this topic, initially I was like, all right, let me try to find somebody different. But then I was like, you know Mm what? I'm going to use Harriet Tubman because what stood out for me was figuring out your purpose. I'm like kind of going through something right now in my life where I'm like, what is my purpose? What the fuck is my purpose? Mm -hmm. I don't feel connected to being a nurse anymore. And it's all I know. I've been doing it for 13 years. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's my purpose? And I was like, you know, I always wanted to be a mom. It was funny that Mm -hmm. Mo just mentioned that as a woman, you do feel like the pressure of society on you as a woman to to have kids and to have a family at this age. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of... You know, just being patient with myself and maybe the things that I'm thinking are my purpose may not be my purpose. And I remember uh, Harriet Tubman's journey. And if you guys didn't watch the movie, I absolutely loved the movie called Harriet. It it talked about her her life. Um, But pretty much she ended up going after she escaped. People thought she was dead. And she went back for her husband. And when she went back for her husband, homeboy was in a whole nother marriage, forgot about her and everything. Mm -hmm. And that was her opportunity to say, well, he didn't want to go with me. Fuck that. I'm taking the people that do want to come with me. And Mm -hmm. she did multiple trips, saving multiple people. And she was just a revolutionary. And it's like, sometimes the things that we think are our purpose in life may not be our purpose. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's important to just stay on the journey.
2: Gonna start talking because the episode should start after the clap.
3: I mean, I'm waiting for the live niggas. We good.
2: It's already gone. 14 seconds in, bro.
0: We been live. Yeah, like we've been, so been nobody live. Nobody said we live. You didn't, read. Nobody said, you didn't fucking read? It's it right there. Live. Is and we had like 10 clock.
3: seconds. We had
2: 10 seconds. Nobody More said we live. Oh, we got to tell you we live. Can you please just start the episode, moderator? Come on. It's Black History Month. Can I get an Let's accountability
3: buddy, please? We all accountable? Come
2: on. Did we got Shakes' word of the day? Did anybody took the word of the day? No, this nigga This nigga TJ,
3: can you hit the gong, please?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can totally hit you. Oh, it now so now it's TJ's fault. Today, today I chose. ain't
2: going to blame
5: me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you chose, TJ. Uh, I can
0: blackety black right now, but it's on
5: I love the way mm. your backgrounds are set up. Like, look at Mo's background. It looks like gallery. It matches Tina's her screen. colors, right? Look at that. Yeah, that is nice. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> yes.
0: This was meant to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be. Um, opening our green chakra. So the green chakra is located in the center of the spine in the heart region. It affects your thymus gland, lungs, shoulders, upper back, heart, and circulatory system. The color green represents earth, life, love, change, and transformation. And the green chakra is unique because of its position in the body. So how do we open our heart chakra? It says you can burn incense, oils, repeat positive affirmations about love, practice yoga poses that open up the heart and use or or recite mantras to shift your energy towards love. So yeah, let's get it going. Let's open up our heart chakras. Hit
3: me. That that was it.
0: Dope.
3: Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I like that. My heart chakras are open. I feel like I'm so in love. I'm so in love with this podcast. I'm so in Ooh. love with being black. I'm so in love with y'all. Okay. Speaking of y'all, appropriate
5: for February.
3: Speaking of y'all, <laughs> let me introduce my wonderful, wonderful cast, my co-hosts, my people, my Blacky Black squad. Okay. Yeah, um. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I'm a, Um. Let me see who I who I got to pick first. Uh. I'm gonna pick the person I probably. Don't like the most. All right, so uh, let me see. He is the self-proclaimed favorite of this mm, show. Mm, okay, mm, mm. Oh, but no, son. <laughs> favorite fuck boy. He's a favorite
0: fuck boy. That's I, about I it.
3: But but hold on. But but truly, deep down in his little cynic heart, he knows that there would be no him if it wasn't for me. Okay, <laughs> all right. Just I'm somewhat on. like a father figure to this next co-host. Okay. Sometimes it wow. gets me a little teary-eyed, but, you know, it's safe to wow. say it. this is what happens when you don't pay your child support, okay? look. <laughs> All right. Now, he's out here giving out HSDs because truly, truly, I believe that's what women want. And if you don't know what HSDs are, please check out our episode, uh, Power Dynamics. Dynamics Uno Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. second part. Mm-hmm. Dope episode, mm-hmm. okay? But my next co-host really doesn't need any introduction, but... OK, but if you say his name three times fast, if you say fuck boy, actually three times fast in the mirror, he will pop up <laughs> and he will be ready. OK, give it up for my boy. Shake the wanderer.
5: Yeah, what it is. It's your boy shake. You know what I'm saying? America. Uh, what is it? America's favorite. What did I call myself. America's favorite. Um, AFF. AFF,
3: bro. AFF.
5: AFF. Mr. HSD. What's up, y'all? We Absolutely. in the house, yo. Let's go.
3: I bet. Uh, all right. So my, my next lineup. OK, he's probably going to be the reason why your water bill is going to be going up this summer. OK, now, usually, usually I ain't going to hold you when I usually when I think of um, dripping, I think of like venereal diseases. But, you know, th- this next co-host, he has altered the state of drip itself. OK, this, this man actually has excellent taste in porno. But he also has introduced me to porno that I wish I never knew existed. Never. Unfortunately, okay? that, me, that me. That me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so give it up <laughs> for my boy, the spew god. What up? What up, Ken?
2: Yo. Peace, peace, peace. What's good, everybody? This is your boy Bash, a.k.a. Sir Drip. A.k.a. What? No for never, you just drip. That's right. No fucking for yeah, yeah. spew god. Drip, drip. Please say the motherfucking. Drip drip. Drip, drip, drip. I'm glad the nigga didn't back out and say he was my daddy like he did for Shake Cause I have to circle the block <laughs> I mean, and go you know. see you, nigga. So I'm glad. Thank you. I take the veneer before dad any day. <laughs> yeah. Carry That's on. That's my son. Real That's tough. my son. That's fine. It's fine. Real
3: okay, uh, my my next co-host. I mean, and y'all already know what it is. Like, there's no guessing here. Like, okay, we could guess. I, I know you see me. I'm looking at you. Okay. But she is Keep part the of the sorority. Her. Okay. She's part of the sorority, Alpha Nephi Kappa. Cause y'all know when my next co-host get low, she go pro, okay? All right. She's a Bronx native with a gentle soul, but a beast when it comes to that freestyle flow. I know you got that flow on you. Mom. Um, You know, I ain't gonna say your name because I'm trying to introduce you. All right. You'll probably find her planning trips to somewhere that has sand and beautiful water. Okay. Um, Usually when I think of the number three, I think Alan Iverson, I think of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Or I think of my, my favorite category of porn. But. This three right here, this three is more special, okay? So please give it up to my lovely co-host, Mo. Talk your shit.
1: Thank you, Flash. It's your girl, Mo. Of course, I'm from the Bronx. Co-op City, Section 5. Don't ever zone my shit. Hey, Trine.
3: What's up, Mo? Talk your shit. What's up? All I, right. Um, my next co-host, okay, she All right, she hits the gong, okay, to set our souls from wrong, okay? All right. she She's the, the wellness warrior. Who practices the law of attraction okay sometimes when i watch videos of people getting chased by avalanches i i, I tend to think of this co-host okay the duality oh, queen okay the buy when date keeper the uh, <laughs> the uh i don't have i don't have any more adlers but uh but please give it up for my special co-host tj
0: what up, tribe? I love when you do introductions. Splash, yeah. right. you do it he very it
3: well. I'm in with this shit. Come on, you are. Right.
0: You nice with it. <laughs>
3: you nice with it. What up, tribe? It's good. TJ in the it's building. All right. Um. And last but not least, my co-host. Okay. Now, my next co-host is a strategist by nature. Okay. All right. I actually had the chance to check out my man's YouTube, and I'm gonna let y'all motherfuckers know this from now. Okay. He was shit on you in Elder Scrolls. Okay which is a strategy card game, all right? But he was shit on you, okay? Um, he is the former heavyweight ass-worshipping champion of the world, okay? Back-to-back titles, by the way. Back-to-back, okay? I think he's the current. I think he's current. I <laughs> wouldn't he's say current? Okay. I think he's current. He's current. I think he's current. He's current. He's he's current. current. All right. Forma? Well, he's a, reigning, he's a fucking reigning champion, all right? The reigning ass-worshipping. Right? But, but he's also at the forefront of pushing out YouTube efforts and to help out to help get my my handsome, ugly ass on the screen, okay? Please give it up for my boy, Sly Boogie.
4: Peace, peace, everybody. <coughs> peace and love. I have so much questions in regards to why I'm an ass-heating oh, game, champion, whatever the fuck don't, you Don't worry about me. that. You're um, a champion, bro.
3: Ass
5: worship, ass
4: worship, ass worship. Yeah, don't ass know, ass know why worship. I you said that worship, worship but, things, but ask thank you. You. I am a, a <laughs> card game enthusiast, and uh, thank you all for checking me out on YouTube. Ain't no ass worship going on over there. Just a couple of card games and a lot of strategy yeah, of and shit. Course, like of course, fuck, of course, bro? of course,
3: of course. All right. but Yeah, peace and love, everybody. Facts, facts. And um, as for me, I, I am the, uh, what am I? I am the promise of peace. I am the, the poo nanny poet that needs no <laughs> words. I am the head of the Ball Head Eight Ball Women's Lover Club. I'm your boy, Flash the Philosopher, and I'll be hosting this wonderful episode today of Sophisticatedly Ratchet, yes, where we bring the real in a world of fate. All right. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I love All right. That. Pe- yeah. Peace and
3: love, Good peace and topic. love. All right, yo. So, um, Now, I know we have this dope episode today. We actually are, you know, we're in in Black History Month and, you know, we are a black podcast. So I think it's very, you know, synonymous to our brain that we make sure we bring you all a blackly black episode. Now, before we get into the episode, I'm definitely going to have to hand it over to, you know, AFF over here because he actually has a word of the day that we're going to be using for today. Okay, you got something (laughs) to say, brother? (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> word of the day
5: word of the week word of the week word of the <laughs> week word of the, <laughs> week. Word of the <laughs> week so uh, 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 um, so today's word of the week ladies and gentlemen is tempestuous right mm. and the word tempestuous is um is an adjective and it's characterized by a strong and turbulent or conflicting emotion right here it goes she had I'm going to use in a sentence. She had a reckless and tempestuous streak, right? So I'm guessing, you know, reckless and tempestuous are very similar, I would say. Reckless, tempestuous. Let, let me do that That, that uh, definition of a characterized by strong and turbulent or conflicting emotion.
2: It's your first time seeing this word? Is it like... Like,
4: I don't know, this is like kind of random, it's, but like when I look up a definition for a word, I hate when there's another word in there where I f- like secretly feel like I have to look up the definition for that as well. Like I have to do work twice, like turbulent and conflicting emotions make me want to understand what the difference between them is just so it's like a better understanding. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I, I mean, feel y'all feel been like, on, y'all been I on planes like, before. Y'all like know what it. turbulence is. Y'all felt turbulence. So, it's um, a shaky, that's scary that's that. feeling. You know what turbulence is. Y'all know what uh-huh. conflicting is that's when you got two opposite sides bumping into each other. Right. So. A yeah. Yeah i yeah. it's
5: okay. actually another way you Teamwork. can use it to describe something stormy or volatile, okay right? so mm-hmm. um something oh like God. that something like so i guess um i guess something that's erratic or um or unpredictable hey I, I think that that's what will categorize tempestuous like so someone who to have like temp, a tempestuous type of behavior
2: you what's know? a synonym
5: a synonym for tempestuous? Hold yeah. on, hold on, buddy. Hold on,
3: hold on. I got you. you. You're giving this nigga work. You know how you know you know he don't do well with that you, you, you know,
2: shit. I feel like synonyms <laughs> Tem- work for me. If I know a synonym, then okay. I can use the word.
3: Violent, wild,
5: lively, heated, explosive, uncontrollable, unrestrained, feverish, hysterical, ah. frantic, frenzied, frantic, emotional, passionate. A lot. You you can be tempestuous.
2: Behavior can be anything. I, it I'm seems, ready.
5: It seems to have range.
2: I'm claiming it today. I'm I winning today. Just FYI. Erratic. All right,
3: say less, bro. Y'all just Challenge be contentious
2: right now. Con, con, um, compass- you see, compass- that's, now. Why that's why you're gonna <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why you're going to lose. That's you why you going to lose. That's why you Get warmed up. Just get warmed up, my nigga. Compestious. <laughs> 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 flash it ready, know. ready.
3: I'm ready. 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 Let's flash flash ready, ready. All right. Facts, facts, facts. All right, so uh, thank you for the word of the day, Shake. All right, go, go back to your, your corner now. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <up>. All right. <laughs> thank you. Um, But yeah, like I said, though, um, we are having like a, just a black episode today. We want to make sure that we... um. Talked about some stuff regarding Black history and, you know, our feelings and and things that go alongside with it. Um, all right. So I want to kind of start it off and I want to ask my my co-hosts, do y'all celebrate Black History Month?
2: Is that a burner question or is it open?
3: Do uh, you
2: celebrate it?
3: Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's do a burner question. Yeah. That's a burner question. Do you celebrate Black History Month? Thank you,
2: Mash. Yeah, no doubt. OK, that's a big so, yes for the God. So, um, and what, yeah, you got line
4: that Join up, kid. No, I got you, bro. I got
3: you, bro. I got, you, bro. I got you, bro. Boogie, I got a year. Mash, I got a year. I got a sophisticatedly ratchet from myself. TJ and Mo, is, SR. Uh, All right, TJ and Mo are sophisticatedly ratchet. And Shake, you're undecided? Same thing, SR. Okay, SR. Okay, so let me start off with my year for sure's. Boogie Mash, want you want to tell us um about your celebration?
2: You I celebrate Black History Month off the strength that we don't got no reason not to. I feel like as far as like a a time to recognize our achievements is really important because society for a long time has downplayed all of our achievements for a really, really long time. So Black History Month for me gives me a reason to highlight those things and reminds me of our significant progress in the society. Specifically in America, but worldwide, we, we just finesse everything. So Black History Month is a place for me to be able to refresh myself on, you know, our experiences as of a, as a race. That's how I celebrate Black History Month.
4: I feel I, you, brother. I, uh, um, I'm in the yes column because I think about like Black history, right? Like I've in school, I, I guess my upbringing was like Black History Month was always confined to that month. Or whatever. And we think about black history and the fact that we're always kind of innovating all the time, not just in one particular month. I think about black history all the time. It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a, a highlighted month, quote unquote. But I think about black history and I kind of celebrate all the time in terms of learning about black people. Or Like we, we was talking about Sidney Poitier last month, Kobe Bryant. Facts. Um Rihanna, her being a billionaire and just wealthy and successful. So it's like, I think about Black history and it's the fact that it's kind of continuous, ongoing. It's not confined to a month for me. So, yeah, I celebrate Black history all the effing time. Heck yeah.
3: Um, Uh, You want to SOS people? Yeah, yeah, go SOS, SOS. All right, so I,
5: so, you know, me, I'm one of the sophisticatedly ratchet people on this. And reason being, the reason I say I'm sophisticatedly ratchet is because I recognize Black history. Because, you know, it comes around every year. You know, um, ever since I was in um, elementary school, and uh, you know, big up to Lyndon B. Johnson, 223. You know, they were always big on African-American history. And they made us do like, um we would even sing the Black National Anthem stuff. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but we would.
2: You remember? They, it?
0: They, do they you, know it you know what to I, I, it is?
2: Share yeah, it. We'd sure, love please.
0: to hear it. <laughs> Let it shine! Let it shine, that let is,
5: it shine. That's black national national the Black National Anthem. Light of mine, yeah, it's yes, this little light of mine. I'm that gonna, is gonna not let the black it shine. National <laughs>
2: national <laughs> I was about to I'm to say you, that's the Black National Anthem. Yo, I want you to be <laughs> right this so bad. If you're on. wrong, that feels
4: mad racist. I'm gonna gonna like, let <laughs> it shine. like I know that song, <laughs> but, but i was like, I
3: know this, that's not the Black National I'm gonna let it shine. You are gonna do a shade show. you got to do one, my nigga.
5: Let it shine. Anyhow, that was it. Um. Yeah, oh, oh and they used to make us do a poem every day. Can I just, wait, let me just do a poem before I go further into it, okay? Okay, uh, this is the poem mm. that I used to do every single day in Lyndon B. Johnson. And I'm only doing this because they. this is where I get my Not to cut you off,
1: Shake, but I do, I really want I really want you to, I know what the Black National Anthem is and what you said <laughs> what is, is it? incorrect. That <laughs> is, let is it? not the Black National Anthem. <laughs> what the queen come get come, come,
4: come get The please. Black him.
1: National Anthem, that I want to see if you, is lift every voice and sing. That is the Black Oh, you're
4: right.
5: You are right, you I'm right. Just, you know, let's we, be correct. You know what? I'm going to hear this little light, little light of mind. Right? Well, we used to sing this little light of mine, okay? All right? It's not. It's Lift <laughs> Every said, Voice and Sing. You said Lift Every Voice
1: and Sing? It's the Black National Anthem. Oh, we used yeah, to do that as well.
5: It. We used to do
3: Lift yes, Every yes, Voice lift and Sing as well. I'm bugging. My fault. Go no, ahead, Mo. That was my phone. Go ahead, Mo. I know you want to sing,
5: Till Yes, Ring with the harmony of liberty. Let us rejoice and rise. High as the listening let us march on yeah. till, to victory, victory till victory, till victory is won. Yes. Oh, I didn't
4: know that. I, I didn't realize that sing was like, they used make us sing song, well. song, so, oh, <laughs> I think that <laughs> yes. I remember yes. as a kid being one of those ignorant kids who was always like, oh, I want to sing those songs. And it's like, dang, now as an adult, <laughs> yeah. it's been so long since I heard it, It's like, damn, I wish those fucking songs be like and more and more and all that, like. I've missed that. Like, I used to sing that as a kid back in my school. I, used to, I remember just being irritable, like singing it all the time. Yeah. It's like,
5: you used to be irritated by shit. it? Only yeah, because it's like, you know, understand. the
4: teacher makes you do it all the time,
3: practice. Yeah. The and as a Every kid, day. I didn't understand the significance of the song. That's, that's exactly. More the point. Yo, yo, question. exactly. Yo, question. quick question. Do they still do the pledge in school? Like, the I pledge allegiance to the flag? I, mean, like, I don't even know, no, bro. You're asking the wrong
4: person, my man. I'm not person, sure man. Yes, wrong so I don't hear it. I got to ask my
0: godson. I don't. I'm in the school no, and I don't hear know, it. You don't hear it, like over the mic.
2: Yo, this song is fucking. Yo, have y'all ever looked at the full lyrics of that song? Lift every voice and sing. Yes. Nah. No. This is my first no. time ever looking at the lyrics. This shit is sad as fuck. It is. Always is. Always read it. Is, you, you want, want me the to main
1: read it? I'll tell you. It I says, mean, "Lift every voice and sing. Till <laughs> earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let us resound loud as the rolling sea." Sing a song full of faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song mm-hmm. full of the hope that the present has brought us. Yeah, bro. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us mm-hmm. march on till victory is going. won.
2: Victory. That, this part is the part that fucked me up.
1: Yep. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod. Felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers signed. We have come over a way that where tears has been watered, we have come, treading our past through the blood of the slaughtered. Out wow. from the gloomy past, till now we stand at last, where the white gleam, our bright star is cast. God of our weary years, God of Facts. our silent tears. Though, we, though who has brought us thus far on the way, though who has by thy might led us into the light. Keep us forever in the path, we pray. Lest our feet stray from the places, our God, will be met thee. Lest our hearts drunk with wine of the world, we forget Thee. Shadowed beneath Thy hand, may we forever stand, true to our God, true to our native land, our native land. Yeah, it's nah, about coming out man, of like of yeah.
5: slave, well, out yeah. of slavery. It's deep yeah. out of slavery. Out of slavery. Yeah. 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 National anthem.
2: You know. Remember that's, that's why chivalry.
1: it's the it's Negro national anthem.
5: Negro,
2: and that yeah, was written. That was written by J. Rosamund Johnson, and James Weldon Johnson.
1: Weldon Johnson, yep.
2: Nice.
0: Shout out to them. What are they they brothers?
2: I don't know. You're asking a lot of questions. That's a good one. Okay. The Johnsons who made that song were brothers, just FYI.
5: They were brothers? Thank you. Let's look at that. Okay, let me finish my response, okay? All right, so my response was that I recognize Black History Month, but I don't celebrate it. Because when you think about celebration, you think about like balloons and... Like go eat and dinner, like not not necessarily balloons, but like eating dinner in honor of and doing stuff like that. I I can be honest with you, I haven't really done that for Black History Month, like a celebration. But I do recognize Black History Month, and um and I try to I try to do more black things, like watch more black things. Um, so for this month, um of this year of Black History Month, I'm gonna watch only black porn this month. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, shake Only, shake i'm right I'm, on bro I'm, I'm all right so watch. one
4: one one <laughs> watching black porn is is not uh a, a, anyway i'm not gonna comment on that but i i, I, I do want to comment on the fact that you said celebration shake the fact that like i don't i feel like celebration is something that is is is, is different i don't feel like you need to have a glamorous yeah. event to quote-unquote celebrate black history mm-hmm. i could you know I could holler at Mo and we could have a conversation and have a reflection on something like that. And that could be something that can be interpreted as celebrating black history or even just me and the brother, just, just going out and just smoking one and just, just having a good time and talking about things and just ideas and things that we kind of come through. I don't know. It's like, I think about black history and it's the fact that it don't need to be glamorous. It just needs to be kind of, it's the love and shit that you put into it. Like, like us singing together, for example, like it's not something that's like celebrates of black history, but you could look at that as us doing that as something that could be interpreted, the same thing. I hope that makes I, sense. For me I wanna for piggyback me celebration.
2: On, uh, uh, I wanna piggyback on what on what uh Boogie just said. So mm-hmm. um R.I.P., Mr. Mo, I love you. Um my my father passed my away name. February seventh last year. This on the seventh of February will make a year, and we're gonna nice. celebrate his memory by having a Zoom meeting, right? And mm-hmm. celebrating his memory is just us sharing experiences that we had with Mr. Mo. Right? So that's a form of celebration, but we're not, we ain't got no balloons, we ain't got no cake. There we you go. It's, it's just but, the you know, memory, the love that you put putting right, into the shit. Right, You know, so right. that's, that's how I see celebration but, too, but you know?
5: But when you say celebration, you're actually, it's actually an event. You're doing something which is an event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what events have you done to celebrate Black History Month besides saying, you know, I recognize that Black History Month
3: is.
4: Here. I mean, a Zoom meeting is not an event, though, my my, my guy. Like, it's just a Zoom meeting. I,
3: I, I get what Shake is saying. I, get, I guess I guess what Shake yeah. is saying, like, how, how do you display What you feel like, how how closely you feel to, to you know Black History, or like, what what are you doing? I
2: make I make podcast episodes and I talk about it. All right, so you start celebrating within like the last year. <laughs> just saying. I also right?
4: argue. I also argue the fact that like, do you have to display? It? As long as you yourself are conveying it, like, does it matter if someone else does not? I don't know. For me, I the one to celebrate. No,
1: I agree <laughs> with I agree with Shake in a sense in the context of that's why I put SR. When I'm thinking about a celebration and like I said, maybe I was thinking too literally. That's mm-hmm. why I put SR because I don't feel like I celebrate as far as like do something, one thing specific in regards to um, Black History Month. However, mm-hmm. like Boogie said, everything for me is, is black, you know, mm-hmm. reading up on black people and, and wanting to see black people succeed. It's, that's just not in February. That's for everything else. That's That's every day. Mm-hmm. You know, but in the context of when I'm thinking about celebration in my head, yes, that's why um I kind of agree with Shake. Like I'm not celebrating or doing one particular thing. Like if I did something yearly or, you know, did one particular thing to celebrate Black History Month, Um, I don't do one particular thing, you know, but I do, yeah. of course, acknowledge Black history, you know, read up on certain things. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, I yeah, I I kinda even though I don't like agreeing with Shake a lot of the times, I do kinda agree. Like I'm not I don't think I necessarily celebrate black history in the traditional sense of like putting something on portrayal to say, like, yo, this is this is what I'm I'm doing necessarily for black history, versus like let's say if it was like um Juneteenth or something like that. Now I'm I I I'll go celebrate Juneteenth. I'll go to a a barbecue, I was gonna a party. say that too. Look, mm-hmm. yo, my job, my job. I just seen that one of the days off they give us now is yes, yeah, it's Juneteenth, and that it's, yes, that's actually now like a, a thing in place.
0: holiday,
3: yeah. It's so a I'm just sitting here holiday, like, bro, it's federal holiday. They had to get right, it. right. I know mm-hmm. I get that, but what I'm saying is that that gives me even more for a, a, a bigger reason to say like, okay, yes, I want to make sure like I'm I'm being like conscientious of celebrating this particular thing as far as Black History Month. And I was speaking to Mash about this the other day. I feel like sometimes every time Black History Month comes around, though. It it's not necessarily something that I'm trying to do. This maybe spread a bunch of knowledge, but I'm I'm sitting here like you know what I need to just make sure I go to my books and my readings and understanding like the history that that comes you know with this country and just out, even outside of this country or whatnot and understand like what how it affected you know my ancestors and and what it can do to you if you don't kind of do the footwork to understand those particular things facts. So, yeah, I'm. I'm just. So that's why I said SR. It's not like it's a celebration for me, but if anything, it's a. It's a gentle reminder to say like, "Yo, don't forget where you came from," kind of. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I agree with every what everyone said. I I feel the same sentiments. Like Black History Month is just one month, but I celebrate it every day. I don't do anything specific this month, but. I feel like this is what we're, what we're doing right now, having this Blackity Black episode. Oh, yeah. Do that's that you right. Moment. You are
2: right. right.
0: And I do think it's special that you're celebrating people that have passed before you, MASH. Like, that is a form of celebration. And, you know, to do mm-hmm. it in February, the month that, you know, he passed, the anniversary is special.
2: Mm-hmm. I do
0: feel like that could fall under Black History Month, too. Facts. Because that's like your personal, you know, uh, history, right? And we're Black, so that's dope. But- I agree with Shake. I mean, it's every day. I don't do anything specific, but I'm happy that we're doing this podcast to, to honor them today and honor mm-hmm. people and be more aware of, wow. you know, the sacrifices that our people have made and impacts. I'm complete. Yeah.
2: That was for you, TJ. Good job. So you complete. So that was good. I had said
5: earlier, jokingly, that, you know, I'm going to be watching black porn for this month, but I think we it. should take...
4: Yeah, you definitely I will be that,
5: watching. Man. I'm, ba- I'm going to watch Batty Hub it. for the rest of the month, bro. I'm you doing it. i right. saying it. Anyhow, anyhow, right. um, I what I was saying is that you know we really should try to try to I guess in celebration of Black History mm-hmm. Month, let's try to at least support a black business or like um or or big up a black business on your Instagram on your mm-hmm. on your social Uh-oh. media. Oh, oh but so let's boom, so so, so, so wait, just buy from them so as
2: wait, well. So just shake, in case so I not yeah. buy just from them. Segway, segway, shake. Um. Sophisticated Ratchet is all black brand. All right, Sophisticated Ratchet is a black business. Y'all support black us. Everything. Share us with your friends. Like, comment, black subscribe. Journalism. Please pass us along <laughs> to another black person so they can hear us, and they will pass us to another black person. So tell a black you. friend and tell a black deser-
3: friend and tell another. black deserve.
2: We deserve it. It's Black History Month. Do it for the ancestors. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> Word. Word sucks. Sucks.
5: Yeah. Sucks. Right. So that's what we could do to celebrate. Go ahead.
2: So let me uh,
3: yeah, let bye. let me shift it off for of that. Then speaking of um you know how we celebrate it, but do you feel? Like Black history is represented well in America. Is that a that's burnout? That's an that, open-ended question. We could just talk about it.
1: I mean, all right. So I, I'm going to say, like, of course, we know in the schools, yes, we know they celebrate mm-hmm. it. I remember doing shows or researching a person for Black History Month. And we know that that's only for the month of February. So in that context, of course, they're talking about it. They are in the schools because, I rem- like I said, I remember doing everything. But on a frequent basis, no, not really. But growing up, yes, we know February's Black History Month and that forever. I mean, that has been historical. Like everybody knows February's Black History Month, but it just kind of stops there to a certain degree. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like mm-hmm. it's not represented mm-hmm. as well as it could be mm-hmm. um, in school. Usually it starts with slavery. Let's go back before slavery. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't mm-hmm. just slaves for to build up another country. We were kings and queens and we was practicing our own religions you know so and all those things were ripped away from us so i feel like we should go before that and it's very rare that they teach that in american history and i think it's time that we do do that and for me i have been comp- contemplating possibly homeschooling my children because i want to be responsible for what they know about us if it's not done in school and i do think that everyone can do that you don't even mm-hmm. have to homeschool your child to do that so yeah i don't feel like it's Represented oh. as well as it
4: could be. I feel like I need to understand the question again. Like when you say, like, is Black History represented well? Represented well all over the world, in schools, and just like, America,
3: like... just, just America, just America,
2: bro. My answer to that question is no, because we ain't getting paid for the Black History that we experienced. I still want my forty acres and a mule. If you don't acknowledge the trauma that my people experienced, then you really don't care. So that's what I need for like to really feel like there's an acknowledgement of our struggle. There's an acknowledgement of our experiences because. Those wrongs haven't been written in my mind. Well, right, so until that happens right, right, right in, in uh you know right that's my sense. No what you meant, though, bro. Yeah.
1: I I would get half of forty acres in a mule. Tiffany, unfortunately,
0: you, I, you I don't, don't get think anything. I would get anything because my parents are from the Caribbean. <laughs> like the J- Jamaica and Trinidad, I don't think we we get anything. Well, yeah, but
3: wait, but wait Jama- Jamaica besting. Jamaica has slaves and shit too. What you doing? I Jamaica know,
0: but forty slaves, acres in a mule is is the US, mm-hmm. no?
5: Yeah,
3: yeah. So you, so you asked that. Uh, I
4: guess in, in terms of like, like Black History being represented well, um, I don't. I, I feel like my, I guess my my alignment is more in line with TJ. Like you, like you can see bits and pieces of it here and there, but it's not represented fully well. And there's obviously so much catch up that you have to do in regard to it. I think about my education is also some of the TJs where they didn't really talk about the real things going on. They we had talked about like the Industrial Revolution and shit like that. They didn't really mention Black people like. My education in terms of history, Black people really wasn't, like, slavery had nothing to do with it in terms of just my education, in terms of learning about, like, slavery. Like, we know about Martin Luther King, but we didn't know about how slavery impacted, like, the Industrial Revolution and all other wars, Civil War, First World War, et cetera. It never, never was discussed um, like that. So, yeah, I, I feel like Black history can be improved in terms of talking about the actual reality of what Black people were accountable for and how much we actually contributed, like, to 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 the world wars for example uh shit like that um Mm. but again you see advertisements celebrities etc nowadays like like lebron james there's so many black notable celebrities that kind of talk about black history and pretty pretty much make black history um so i feel like you can see kind of examples of it through celebrities nowadays and whatnot but yeah like i said there's always opportunities to improve
2: i feel like in terms of education and and wanting to be taught about your history you can't depend on schools to do that I don't right. think that that's realistic and like knowing the history of the education system to expect them to do that. You know what I mean? As I feel kids like when, though,
4: even even our parents, it's like they like, I don't know, maybe yeah, I guess it's common sense I, we don't expect them to know the real history, but it's like, it sucks
2: that I apologize, mm-hmm. Book. I can't speak for your family, but I was taught those things by my family. They they gave me the experience that let me know that we were greater than the information they was providing in school. And that gave me the confidence that I needed to excel. You know, so I think I think the people in my life who who shared information like Chancellor Will- Williams, you know, shared like Marcus Garvey, those, those texts help educate you, have a broader understanding of your experience. And I've got that. So I wasn't tripping off of the education in school, but when I do decide to have children, I'm also going to instill in them that sense of pride and worth that comes Me along too. with that knowledge because it's mm-hmm. important. And you can't, you can't, you know, you could blame the, the education system, but I think it's more important for us to teach us about us. Because no one's going to teach us about us the right way. Facts. Correct.
4: I feel like that's easy to say, but I feel like like we also underestimate how influential schools are. Like, even as a kid, I think we all know how important people say stay in school and all that. Yes. We, like, school was made as the place to kind of get gain knowledge. And don't get me wrong, Mash, it is extremely important that you kind of have that self-knowledge and have parents that kind of teach that to you 100%. Mm. But I feel like not a lot of parents fit that kind of mold, or at least not enough, maybe. Self-education. Like in terms of as a child, I was never thinking about like reading books on my own or finding some shit on my own. Like, I feel like I was in school learning about those things versus like, I don't know, having the energy to kind of look up. I guess I'm not, I'm not articulating it well.
3: I'm gonna kind of just play off of what you were saying a little bit, Boogie, because I feel like when I think about is black history represented well. I don't think it's represented well in schools. And it's kind of to what TJ's point is. It's like, cause they start with slavery and I don't, and I feel like we should start with African American history. Number one, I think that's a, a better way to understand about black history, you know? And personally, I don't think we should really like leave it up to the schools for that because right. if that's what if that's what they're teaching, and you know, and this and there's still like this whole big thing with like um critical race critical theory. Critical race theory. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, you know, schools not wanting to say like, hey, we're not gonna try to prove or disprove how racism has affected society and 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 why we have all these these issues that are really stemming from like race and racism and all this other shit. Yeah, I just feel like it it kind of does come down to like your, your your family or your immediate influences to help give you a, a better representation of black history. Now I don't I don't feel like my first generation migrant family was the the best historians to that degree. Like we and they had like books and I and I and I'll shout definitely shout out my mom because she put certain books in front of us, whether it was from like um Ben Carson or Marcus Garvey, but for a kid who just sees those books and not understand, like, the meaning of the history behind them, it's, it's, it's very easy to kind of be disconnected between, like, who these figures are or, like, what they what they represented or, or why they're important. I don't feel like I got more acclimated with Black history until I took an African-American studies class. And then it was, like,
4: okay, where were you, there's
3: a... Where were you when you took that African-American class? Th- this was in college. This was in my, like, first year. And,
4: yo, class. real shit, Flash. That's, that's it. That's when I, like, college is when I started to kind of understand shit. Like, not as a kid. That's right, like that, and
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, because I'm not in school Mm -hmm. right now, in elementary and the junior high school and high school, I'm not sure if they're incorporating also the positive things, like you know, as far as okay, and I'm pretty sure they have to incorporate that, like Obama being the first black president and things like that. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. it always starts from slavery and kind of oh, you know, and Harriet Tubman freed the the slaves, and what they need to incorporate the things, how far our Black community have come throughout the years. Like things like that, I would like to see incorporated. And I'm not saying that they're not, because I don't know, I'm not in those particular schools, but I agree with Flash and Flash when they say, we start to learn more about that as we get to college and like the African-American and studies. Right, and African-American right. studies. But they need to kind of start that in elementary and junior high and high school, kind of instilling that into us at that kind of age.
0: Also, you said something that, and- just kind of triggered me. You went to an all black college. Mm-hmm. So of course you had African American studies. Yes. I didn't have that. I went to like an all predominantly white school. So mm-hmm. we didn't, e- I didn't even have to take a history course in college. I was a nurse. So right. that's funny mm. that at least in black history, um, yes. in, um, black colleges, at least they do do African American studies. That's mm-hmm. awesome.
2: Question. Yeah. Question. Is, you just, you just made me think about something. Do you think do you think white people are just as ignorant about the struggles of black people because of their education? Like do you just, oh, 100%. Do you just all, everyone just said that they didn't really learn about the black struggle till college. So I'd imagine as a black person if you don't learn about it till college then some white people never get a chance to get exposed to it at all. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I yeah. Can. I think that I think that there are some, uh, some white people that are not as woke, you know, yeah, and so they don't care enough that because it it's, it that's true. But you're right. They haven't been. really. It starts with us being in slavery. So, of course, yes. they see that, you know, like for a lot of white people, I think they see that as, oh, it's so long ago. You're still talking about that. You right. know what I mean? Like, so, of course. And especially if they went to a prep,
1: <clears throat> excuse me, like a prep school, per se. I don't know if they even teach in black history in prep schools. I don't want to put that out there. They may have. I do not attend prep school, so I do not know. I want to be clear on that. But I'm just saying, thinking about things like that, like the prep schools, are they even teaching black history? So for those individuals that say who attended a prep school where they're not teaching that, yes, they may be ignorant, not because they just want to be ignorant, but because they wasn't taught it. You know, so as conversations come up, you know, a lot of times we get angry, but we need to educate them as well, because sometimes they may not really know. They may yeah, not really
3: know. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel. I, I definitely feel like certain education systems may feel tempestuous about like what they feel the need <laughs> to teach. Uh, you know, as far as Black history, I know. Thank you. That's one for me. Um, wait, wait. You said certain a,
4: school systems
3: may feel yeah, tempestuous. Yeah. does yeah, the yeah, school I mean, they, system
4: feel? A tem- um, You know what? I, go ahead. The
3: tempestuous. <laughs> There's possibly a limit to like what they feel they may need to teach and like what yeah. people are going to come out. As far as black education out, out, of, out of certain places, once again, even with like I said, the critical race theory and other shit that African history, like real African history or whatnot, that's not something that they're probably going to focus yeah. on in you know in certain um, um schooling. There is only know? one
4: like, there's one thing I'm thinking about in terms of the actual like fact of slavery. Like slavery is brutal. It's not. It's there's nothing beautiful about it. It's horrendous. So the only thing I could think about is the fact that yeah, teaching the actual effect of slavery and what it actually was to children. I feel like that may be quote unquote, a lot for a child. So that's the only thing I could think of that may be barring or maybe limiting limiting um, schools from really, really having that kind of conversation because it's it's a horrible one, conversation to have. It's horrible.
2: One thing that I think is really interesting that we have all um, not touched on is that um, we don't talk about Africa, but we don't talk about where we came from. You know, like I our history brother. starts with slavery. I and said that. We I said no, that. But, but I mean it from the sense of like us being kings and queens. You I know, said that. I us, said exactly that. Exactly what she said. You did? I missed that part. Yes. Check, Check your phone, man. You bro. you pulled pull one of those. <laughs> oh, I pulled the David Blaine? My bad. <laughs> pull one of my moves. My bad. You pulled one of my moves. Well, I'm piggybacking <laughs> on TJ, man. Niggas created science math, and motherfucking all different types of things that we use. Yeah, okay. uh, don't make no sense.
5: All right. Facts, all right, smash. so I'm so let me so let me hop on this right quick. Um I'm happy I went last. I'm happy I went last because, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to, um, I'm happy I was, had a chance to listen to you guys' statement. So, here's the thing about Black history, right? Is Black history represented well in America? Um, black history is dark as fuck, okay? It's tempestuous. What we're taught. Right, black, what we're taught is right? Black is, no, it, is, is no, 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 that's not what we're taught. No, we're, we're taught the whitewash version. And that is that's not what I'm saying.
0: History. Yeah. Not black history, but what, what they share with us. Oh, is. Oh,
5: Harriet Tubman freed the slaves. Yes. That's important. Martin that's Luther said, King yeah. important. But my thing is black history is not just that. And then when you really like people get depressed by talking about slavery, but it's real. That shit. Happened. It's still, it's still, happening. Today. It's
4: still happening.
5: Black generations for years. And not only was it slavery, but they fuck around and they they did anything to erase anything black for years. So it's like the history is not even there because they made it gone. Like they 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 deleted it from history. You yeah, know, the what slavery I'm so,
4: is not just physical labor. It's like like mental abuse. Not like, just slavery, just bro. I'm
5: talking or, about the towns that built up after slavery, during slavery, by free slaves. They fucking destroyed these places because they were doing too well. You know, saying? black wool shit like Black Wall Street. Like we talk about it amongst each other, but they don't teach that shit in school. And that shit is dark as fuck. You know, and y'all, my thing is, I understand that we want to talk about the kings and queens. But the reason why it's so difficult to do that is because they detached us from that. You understand what I'm saying? We don't know what tribe we came from. We don't know where in Africa we came from. We don't know none of that shit. We don't have that information to be able to learn. So we have to start with slavery. That's where our history begins because they deleted everything before that. I you know
0: agree. I, di- I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I, disagree. I don't they feel deleted. Like they been deleted it.
5: They deleted it. They deleted it.
0: No, we. That's how I know that we were kings and queens before we came over here. We had like the the knowledge that we had creating, you know, empires and running shit. Like it was bigger than what they taught us. Yes, but I just I don't yeah. feel like it's erased. No, it's not erased. They don't share it with us. I think you but both
4: are right. Like, I think you both are right because Shake is right in terms of like, like there's been histories of lynchings, black people, uh, uh, like neighborhoods just being burnt down to the ground. Flooded. Everything, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, like, like yeah. that's just just straight gone. Um, So don't get me wrong. In terms of tracing that history, it, it doesn't stop that. You still can kind of find your roots, quote unquote. But in terms of, of efforts to kind of destroy the history and just overall memory of black people, there's clear attempts at that throughout history. Like even mm-hmm. like
0: Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're trying to clear out our history. I feel like what they're they doing is trying to stop us from progressing, right? So the Black Wall Street was, le- they're doing too well. Let's let's knock that down real quick. But I don't think that's trying to erase us. We know about it, so it's not erased. I mean,
4: burn everything to the ground, there's no records of nothing. They don't talk about it in the news. That, to me, is erasing history.
5: No, no. Here's the thing. We know about it because we talk about it, but there, but we was, don't know the specifics, there are attempts like, like, to erase it. You know what I'm saying? For example, mm-hmm. Black Wall Street, if we didn't talk about it, nobody would talk about it. You know what I'm saying? They don't really talk about Black Wall Street or shit like the I, I was actually looking at a post on Instagram about a town that is underwater because they flooded the entire town. Like they they put the whole shit underwater so we forgot that it existed. And they saying it wasn't the only town. There were multiple towns like that that they put the shit underwater so we would not see it anymore. So the act of Attempting to delete our history, it, I, we're always gonna have history.
3: Well, I guess that I guess that's the part though. Like, as Black people, we I guess we are really like the sole heirs to make sure like that type of thing doesn't really happen. And I feel like this is why. And and you gotta remember, we live in a world where data is so quickly accessible mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like there's not really. I'm not gonna say there's no excuse because people have lives and this, that, and the third. But when I think about like how accessible that history is, how accessible information is, like if you truly want to learn the history of black history and not American black history, bro, I Thank feel like black. there are outlets to do that. And and, and as black people, you got to remember, you can't leave that up to any other race to feel responsible or any nation to feel responsible to say like, yo, we're going to teach black history. It really comes down to. You and the circle you affect, and it, and as you as your circle gets bigger, or maybe as your knowledge gets, you know, um, even more defined about Black history, bro. Like part of it is is mainly us, my nigga. We we are the ones that have to keep the stories alive. Like that's something like, that they used to like, do. Uh, like what you bat-
4: saying is accurate, but like what Shake is saying is also accurate. Like is I'm sorry, the Black Wall Street is that? I just want to make sure we're on the same page. That's the 1921 21 no, Tulsa race massacre. Is that correct? Yeah,
0: that's correct.
4: All right. I, like the reason why I feel like that's significant when Shake brings it up. Remember, there's no one arrested for that. It's not like that was a crime and there's people that's in jail suffering to this day. That was that was a massacre that took place and everyone got away pretty much scot-free based on what I'm yep. looking at. Like, it, it, you I know, mean, what I mean, like sure. that's. I mean, words can't describe I, how horrendous that is, but that is something that cannot be dismissed. Like, in, in terms of what Shake is saying, that is a clear. In-
2: that experience was a travesty, 100%, but that still doesn't change what Flash is saying in terms of search of knowledge. I feel like search. I didn't say it, didn't
4: it did, did it, but it definitely doesn't excuse the fact that what Shake is saying is relevant. Like, they are, if no people does, are making attempts to erase the history, then you can, it's, it's not just easy to kind of just self-reflect and self-grow when you got outside forces literally trying to come through and fuck your shit up. What Shake no is saying one's is
2: questioning that if it's a reality and I get that. But what I'm saying is, is knowledge has to be looked for. You have to search for knowledge. Knowledge isn't always going to be given to you. In order for you to say that they removed everything, you'd have to look for it first to find it. Right. And I think a really good platform or starting point for people to understand the history of us or our history is this book by Chancellor Williams. It's called The Destruction of Black Civilizations. This starts before American history, and it does a really good story talking about ancient Africa and what it what led to our downfall as a whole. Um, So just as a suggestion, this is knowledge. This is this is information that you could use in order to have a better understanding about our background.
0: Thanks for sharing that, Mash. Who's the author?
2: Chancellor Williams.
0: Okay. Let's drop that in the show oh, notes. So. I haven't read that. Yeah. I'm
2: very interested in reading it.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah I do actually have a book I'd like to kind of promote there. Um, I, I, I feel like everyone probably have access to it, but it is the new Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander.
2: Okay. It pretty much
4: discusses uh, Jim Crow and pretty much how it's established. And more importantly, it talks about how like the aura, soul of Jim Crow is still present to this day when he, we spoke about filibusters um, multiple times in the past. That is something that's kind of Jim Crow-esque. In terms of uh how like the history of it and whatnot. So this is a book I recommend in terms of just understanding racism and how it's been kind of subtly influencing um society and how it's still influences society to this day, especially when you think about the criminal justice system and just jail overall. Um, right. yeah,
3: great read. All right. I ain't mad about that. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of um ways to educate yourself on black history, if need be. Now, um, speaking of black history, so uh with the tribe or you know, me and the co hosts decided to do was actually put together a few key people in black history that we feel were influential and we just kind of wanted to spread a little bit of knowledge on them, whether it was just like um, what they're known for and why they're important. So um, real quick, I know everybody probably got somebody they want to talk about. Um, Does anybody want to kick it off with uh, who you want to showcase? I'll start off actually. The person I picked was Martin Luther King Jr.,
4: and the reason why I picked it is because, like we, you know, we were talking about like school systems and how we were brought it up in school. I was actually uh, taught about Ma- Martin Luther King. I wasn't taught about Malcolm X, and I guess in college I started to understand di- uh, understand more the difference between the two. The reason why I brought up Martin Luther King is because, like, there was internally, at least for me, there was always online this kind of debate between Malcolm X versus Martin Luther King. Malcolm X was a bit more uh, aggressive, for lack of a better term. Martin Luther King was more civil, more. Uh, like like civil protests, you know, nonviolent protests, lack of a better term. And I'm saying that, say that I kind of respect that, you know, me as someone who's kind of uh, proud to be black, I can sometimes be a bit aggressive and, and, you know, my kind of personal feeling have a Malcolm X approach when sometimes it's just, it's necessary to have a a laid back and nonviolent approach because it's, you know, too much aggression, even as a black person, I feel like it's a bit much. Um, So anyway, I've, over the last couple of years, I guess I've come to understand the patience of Martin Luther King in terms of just understanding the process, like like his fight for peace. He, I think, he knew it was it was going to take a long time. Maybe even after he he like even passed his lifetime. And it's like I feel like that's something I kind of don't how do I put it in terms of just like Martin Luther King and just just peace and just being a better black person, black history, everything like that. It takes time. It takes patience. It, it it's not something that you can force. And I feel like I respect Martin Luther King because of his peaceful way of kind of showing that. Uh, but yeah, that is what I wanted to kind of say. And lead on. Yo,
5: so Boogie, I want
0: to add what on to that.
4: Go ahead. Boogie, TG, when, you
5: said, when you said Martin Luther King, right? Um, when you said he was like laid back. I don't think laid back.
4: La- laid back is not, the, I'm sorry, him. that's disrespectful. But I think I, it's non-violent more, is definitely the way I want to kind of put it though.
5: I would think it's more of a patient stoicism type of situation hey. with Martin Luther King. I, that's how I would take it. I was, he, he, he did, I feel like you're right. He did understand that it was going to take time. And it was, it's easy to just lash out at the people who are, I guess, opposing you, you know? In the and, in, you know, in the tempestuous society that they lived in.
2: Um, mm. Oh, good job. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yes, in that. the tempestuous society that <laughs> they lived in, um, it's easy to lash out. But Martin Luther King, yeah. he was able to show people a better way or, it, it, it was a harder way. It, it's it's
2: harder. He was able to show it, people, uh, a, a, he was able to show white people a non-aggressive way. That's really what it was. Exactly. And that's why he gets showcased the way he was because his approach was right. less aggressive mm-hmm. as others, like Malcolm mm-hmm. X, for example, who took a more I, and, aggressive and approach by this. any means necessary, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this but is a turn- man that suffered disrespect. Like,
4: he was jailed. Like, All the time. I know they don't talk about it a lot of times. Martin Luther King was jailed multiple times through a couple of yes. his protests. It's not like he just... Did a nonviolent protest and happen happened to him. Like, not, not only was he mm-hmm. obviously had opposition from white like, people, media made him look like he was a monster. FBI investigated him. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this guy was made to look like a mm-hmm. criminal, even though he was a nonviolent person. So yeah. I say that with respect to the fact that it was, it'd be so easy to flip, easy to just play the mm-hmm. bad guy role. Cause it's like, yo, you guys are just denying me my basic rights. And it's like, he's still just be, you know, respecting the process of being patient and just trying to find a way to make it work. And there's a part of me that understands how important that is to respect the process.
0: I have a question for you guys. So do you guys feel like we could be doing the things that Martin Luther King did? Because I looked at the age of his death. He was 39. Like... We, I can't even see myself doing that at thirty nine. I know he died at thirty nine, but like part of
4: me that feels like we're doing that right now.
0: At twenty six, I was partying. At thirty, I'm traveling the world. Like I was thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? And like to know that he was doing all of this stuff when he was so young. I remember. Remember, the
4: lifestyle is different. Tj, you can travel. You can travel and be on vacations. I'm assuming that back then it probably wasn't that easy to kind of go out and have a good time like that. Or if it was, you probably have some. But
0: I'm just saying, like I was thinking about me. Not everybody else. I'm still thinking about, like, you know.
4: I'm saying that if, if the living situations back then were kind of present today, then I'd probably look at you like, yeah, TJ, I'd probably see you probably making some speeches and doing your thing because I wouldn't see you as someone who would tolerate being in that type of condition back then. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably stand up and speak well, to yourself.
3: So my answer is, yeah. I think it's important to know, though, like, what, uh, what Martin was kind of working with as far as, like, his playing field, though. You got to remember, he was a dude that was already in front of a lot of people in the church or whatnot. And people were actually... Begging, begging him for years to you know be a part of like the, you know the 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 protests political, and help.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah and be, yeah be part of the political movement and that that wasn't necessarily like his thing that he mm-hmm. wanted to do he actually ducked from it from 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 a little bit
0: but oh really
3: yeah yeah just for a little bit but um because I think his pop wanted to see him like as um just head of the churches or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. right so i think it's because back in the that... day
0: that's what was you know like respected pr- profession you know what i mean right. the pastor represented the black culture
3: right so so i feel like when he made the decision to actually be more political to kind of get kind of went against like i guess like his his father's like dream for him and to see him like lead the churches and stuff like that but for, um from what i remember like reading on him it was like it was a calling that was sent to him you know what i'm saying so he had he was already in a space and people were you know kind of badgering him to say like yo martin we need you we need you on the front lines we need you on the front line you're so influential this in the third you speak well xyz mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it wasn't until like he really sat down with himself his thoughts and everything and that that he probably got to say like you know what i can actually do more i can be bigger and i and i feel like that's that's anybody can can be that person i'm not saying like martin luther per se I'm saying that anybody can be in a in a time and space to sit down and say, you know what, I can be a lot more influential with the with the people I touch or or, 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 or the impact that I leave behind or whatnot. Everybody's gonna have to do it in their own way because the, the 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 thing is, you don't have to be like Martin Luther King. You just got to be like you. So whatever lane you find that to say, like, hey, this is how I'm going to leave my impact on this world. This is how I'm going to affect the world. Like you get to choose that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's, yeah. that's kind of where I leave yeah. it with that.
2: So so TJ. I think that you, I think that your living circumstances are not as tempestuous as MLK, right? So his priorities is different than your priorities. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that gave him an opportunity. Well, it made him have to deal with those things that you don't have to deal with now. You know, so give yourself some grace. You know, just because you know you were raised in a different era, that has a lot to do with why your focus is on traveling. Your focus is on you unlike for him, his focus is on his people and it had to be that way for him. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but
0: Tamika Mallory is around our age too and she's like a big spokesperson. She's like an activist for our people right now too. that's helpful sens- And I love that. Yeah, I love that. And so... Just thinking, like, these people were really young. They're not, like, 40, 50 years old that I would think that they would be. That's all I was trying to share. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yeah. I thank yeah, you for yeah. that.
5: I mean, but Martin Luther King always seemed like he was an older dude to me. You know what I mean? Like I Yeah, like, yeah. I was shocked he was, that he
0: was 39. Yeah, like, you didn't even yeah. live your life. Like, but at the
5: mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, when you're living in a society husband. like that, when you're living in a society like that, it forces wow. you to grow up a lot quicker. Right, 100%. Right now. Because now it's just so much easier for us to kind of, you know, to chill and relax. And, and although, you know, things aren't where they could be, it's a lot better than it was back then. It was bad.
4: So, Significantly. You know, you I mean, had to, you'd be black walking the street, you you'd get to. effed up for nothing, lynched, whatever. For nothing like, at was...
5: all. And people weren't going to jail. Nothing was after yeah, You no, would deny basic human rights because you were looked at as less mm-hmm. than a human being, bro. Less than a human being.
4: Like real imagine time. that, like walking outside, knowing that if something happens to you, there's no one that you could call, there's nothing that you could do. You were pretty much done for. Someone like just wanted to come and come, come at you, like just off the color of your skin. There it was there's
3: nothing you could do. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let me, let me jump to a a next one. TJ uh, Mo. Like what what you, what you got?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to talk about
0: Mary J Blige. Let me say something real yeah. quick before you start, Mo. She was like, I don't know if she's Black history. I'm like, yes, she, she is. is Black history. She is Black. She is Black history. I'm talking about in the context
1: of, you know, like the Martin Luther King's and the mm-hmm. Malcolm X's. But to me, Mary J. Blige is, is Black history. And her name is Mary Jane Blige. Um, she's an American singer, a songwriter, an actress. Um, Mary has been through a lot in her life. She was born in the Bronx. <laughs> I just wanted to Shout add it. that. <laughs> she um, was raised a little bit down South, but ultimately she kind of was um, grew up in Yonkers. In the projects. Mary has dealt with trauma as far as being sexually abused. She was also in a, let me make sure I'm saying it right, tremendous relationship with um, Casey from <laughs> Jodicey. Tem- T- Tempetuous. 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 <laughs> Tempetuous, relationship. relationship with. Um, does that count, guys? Does that, does that
2: count? Should we give it with with Casey, you know, to you? Uh, yes, that works. All right, all right. With
1: cool. Casey cool. from Jodeci. Right. So she was in an abusive relationship.
2: I remember that. Um,
1: it was. Mary has been through so a lot. She also was dealing with substance abuse. So to know that with all her struggles, she still was able to do dirty albums. Music.
2: You what, know, what do you, what would you consider some of her achievements?
1: Her achievements is she's she's the hip hop she's the, she's the queen of of hip hop and R and B. And I think girls and females need to realize like you could start from the bottom, you can do with generational history as far as being sexually abused, being physically abused, and still come out to be the best that you could be. As
4: a man, I could always feel a pain, like not going to cry. Yeah. I was listening to that song. And I, just, I was like, going to talk about like, that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I could, I feel her pain when she was Exactly. And Mary like it, it puts her
1: emotions into her music. A lot mm-hmm. of people, even I'm glad to hear Boogie say that even men identify with her pain, the things that she's, that she's been through. She's kind of been an open book with that. And as far as putting it in with her music and not only that, Mary J right now is 51 years old. She looks fucking phenomenal. She does. She looks fabulous. Not only that, at her age of being 51, yes, she was married. She went through a divorce as well, but she has no children. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of black women need to hear that because sometimes we feel like a failure when we don't have children and we need to we know that it's compliment. okay. We need so to know. Society. Yeah. And, and societal yeah, is, oh my God, you're reaching for Oh, you have no kids. Like sometimes I think we think that the kids is the end all be all to womanhood. And me looking at a person like Mary J. Blige to know that she's 51 years old. She looks amazing to me. I feel like she is humble. She's living her best life and she has no children and and her not having any children. She does not allow that to define her as a person. And I just think that that's amazing. She Mm -hmm. has been a big influence in the hip hop community. She's done songs with everybody.
4: Jay-Z, Method Man. I mean, the list goes on and on. No, no, no. Yes. it's an honor if everybody to be doing songs with, with Mary. When but you Mary, got Mary on a song, that's that was your that was your come up. Like I got Mary on the hook. That's when you know you was all right. Exactly. I feel like no no shade, but that like getting Mary on a song was not easy. I think Method Man like like you mean, Mary wasn't on some bullshit tracks. I think like she had a lot of dope tracks. Method Mary. Man, Jay-Z, etc. Yeah, she got Method,
1: she got Jay-Z, she did Little Kim. What's your
2: favorite what's your favorite Mary album? Of album? course, her,
1: well, her, her best album, which people will say, of course, is the 411. What's the, the 411? What's the 411? Mm-hmm. Everybody that catapulted her into what she's in now. I like my life as well. Um, yeah, I feel like I
4: have to go by Songs of Mary. I can't go by Alan's because she got some dope songs that she put out too.
1: My favorite song is Be Happy. All I really want is to be happy. That's one of my favorite songs.
2: My favorite Mary album is Share My World. Share My World. I was
1: about to get Share My World is a yo, classic. That album is amazing.
2: Cover to cover. That shit is hard, my nigga.
1: I don't skip Mm -hmm. a song on
0: Share My World. That album to me is amazing. It's I feel name. like she was also a trendsetter, she like was, yeah. wearing the baggy clothes as a female, but making mm-hmm. it a little girly. The hairstyles, just the swag. And
4: consistent as fuck. Like, I, like no shade, yeah. but in also, terms of music, acting and shows and all that, she's yes. still mm-hmm. relevant. Also, Actors.
1: she dips and dabbles into jewelry. Her and LL Cool J's wife, they actually have a jewelry line. Buckling. A jewelry. Okay. Yeah. They actually um, do a jewelry line together as well. So oh, that's what I'm saying. Like Mary got her hands in everything. We all know, not she's only that. Alcohol brands. Baby. Yes, Mary is in power and doing, you know, Tactics. an amazing job as Monet. Wow. Like we know, yeah, like word. Like she's word. you know, like she the role she, she that she's playing that right, right now is a big real. deal. Like she's nice. the power is she, a big deal.
5: She stepped into that character, she stepped into that character for real. She definitely I stepped into that
1: really character. And I just love Mary J. Block. I think for me, like being younger and, and I used to sing when I was younger, that is who I emulated was Mary yeah. J because, yeah. And she
4: wasn't very sexualized in terms of show her the skin. It was straight talent, straight singing exactly that really got her through. She never really needed to kind of go through, like, the booty shaking or whatever. It's like
1: TJ said, I agree, Boogie. You didn't see, at that point, she had on the baggy. So it was never about, right, sexualizing her. Because she had on baggy pants. She had on a hoodie. She, you know, had on combat boots. At
4: the same time, she was always, like, beautiful, too. She was always, like, she had, like, big-ass glasses on. That's, that's yes. one of her difference. She had them China big-ass said, glasses but she was singing like somber tunes like like she had a mystery behind her. That's what made her kinda of dope too. At least for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that that's my that's my little re- overall about Mary. I love her. I love Mary. She really
3: did big ass glasses on. I, de- I definitely love Mary. i said said, Mary's the artist that I can, I'm, you know, I don't know lyrics to the songs all too well, but when I know one of her songs come on, I will lip sick. And what's your love for and you said? Out secrets. of a Mary song. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh God, that shit got me. When
4: she got to that point, I was like,
3: <laughs>
4: working every day after week.
3: Oh my, oh
0: yes. I'm everybody knew that, that song.
3: Everybody was,
4: could relate oh, that, to that, the, that, the,
0: lyrics of the songs yeah. that she sings because it's with so much passion. You mm. feel her energy. Yes. You feel it. Oh, go right. ahead, I'm, oh, I'm so
3: oh. fucking Yeah, TJ, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Alright, so I'm going to be doing Harriet Tubman. I feel like when we talk about history, we always say like the Martin Luther King, the Harriet Tubman, and I felt bad about mm. using her, but something came up for me before. We're actually, Mo and I are in Panama right now. And um, for me, vacations are a time for me to reset and I was feeling like When you when Flash decided to come up with this topic, initially, I was like, all right, let me try to find somebody different. But then I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what? I'm going to use Harriet Tubman because what stood out for me was figuring out your purpose. I'm like kind of going through something right now in my life where I'm like, what is my purpose? What the fuck is my purpose? Mm-hmm. I don't feel connected to being a nurse anymore. And I've, it's all I know. I've been doing it for 13 years. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what's my purpose? And I was like, you know, I always wanted to be a mom. It was funny mm-hmm. that Mo just mentioned that as a woman, you do feel like this, the pressure of society on you as a woman to to have kids and to have a family at this age. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of... You know, just being patient with myself and maybe the things that I'm thinking are my purpose may not be my purpose. And I remember uh, Harriet Tubman's journey. And if you guys didn't watch the movie, I absolutely loved the movie called Harriet. It it talked about her her life. Um, But pretty much she ended up going after she escaped. People thought she was dead and she went back for her husband. And when she went back for her husband, homeboy was in a whole nother marriage, forgot about her and everything. And that was her opportunity to say, well, he didn't want to go with me. Fuck that. I'm taking the people that do want to come with me. And Mm -hmm. she did multiple trips, saving multiple people. And she was just a revolutionary. And it's like sometimes the things that we think are our purpose in life may not be our purpose. You know what I mean? So it's important to just stay on the journey. I'll just do a little history on her. This is from my Wikipedia <laughs> uh, research, but she was born in March of 1822 and she died around 1991. She died in 1913. And it says that she went on at, up to uh, 13 missions to save people. And let me tell you, this was on foot, boat, all types of shit. Like this wasn't like a car ride. This was through...
4: Manual tra- travel, Manual travel, facts,
0: facts through bushes. And sometimes when I'm on the road driving and I'm seeing all these bushes on the side, right on the side of the highway, yeah. I'm like, can you imagine these people were just trekking through the woods I and shit? Shit, all, the all the
5: types of snow, snow, weather time. conditions? All yes,
0: it's time. absolutely crazy. And so for me, she's inspiring because I feel like, you know, if you're feeling like you don't know what your purpose is. Stay around for the journey. Stick around for the journey. And um, you don't know what will be revealed to you, you know? So I'm complete. Um, um, TJ, can can I
4: just ask one question? Like, just for all due respect, I just want to confirm. So Harriet, like, she she was going to go get a husband, right? This is after she started doing the um, film No,
0: she... No, you should watch... I actually encourage everyone to watch the Harriet movie because it was Mm. a great depiction of her life. To me, to me, I can speak for myself. To you, yeah. But when she left, they were all looking for her. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, they're like, oh, she's dead. I'm sure she's dead. They caught her. They killed her. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So she actually was like, fuck that. This is my husband. We were married. I'm going back to look for him. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question, Boogie? Oh, yeah. So she went back to look for him. And then when she went back, homeboy was already married to somebody else.
4: Mm-hmm. But she was already yeah. kind of shuffling, like ferrying slaves from 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 one end to the other. Am I correct? Or this was
1: after? No, she went back Just, looking no, for she, him. So when she became free, she essentially went back. To
0: was, not, she wasn't free, not free. She was still not free still like, I mean, she was still wanted. She was still wanted.
1: Yeah, she was still wanted. I'm saying free in a sense of not on the plantation piece. Yeah, she actually went back to go back to save her husband to come along with her. In the process of mm-hmm. her finally making it back, he was then remarried. And then she and, figured out yeah. that
0: her purpose was no longer just for him, not right. just for your husband, it was for the world. you just were so influential, everybody. you know it was for yeah. every other person that came from that heritage that she brought over here. you know, a lot of us didn't make it
1: yeah. so
5: I mean that just is I volumes mean, to me you gotta you gotta think about the the power that her image had in that in those days because as a woman as a woman
0: as yeah. a woman leadership because you shit? know
5: white people and slave owners wanted to they wanted to take away all all I guess they they didn't want you to think that it was possible for you to be
0: free Sags. you understand
5: what i'm saying scared they wanted you. to take away all hope they wanted you in despair mm-hmm. they wanted you to look at uh you, you are in uh, this is this this right here is it for you you is no way mm-hmm. you're going to escape and they would kill people in public just to show yes. that, guess what? This person power, tried to go. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then when you see somebody like Harriet Tubman, who's a woman, she's Black, she's powerful. She was on every Wanted poster, and she was getting people free. That gave people hope. And, you know, I, I really... I it, It's not so much... the, I mean, the fact that she freed people was very important, but the image that she had in those days, I think she gave people hope. And that's why I love Harriet Tubman, and I'm happy you picked her, TJ. Thanks.
3: Thank
0: you. That's
3: dope. That's dope. All right. Um, let me let me jump to a, a next one. I, I I'll go real quick. So the person that um I picked as my showcase, I picked Phyllis Wheatley. Okay. Now, as far as a little bit of history with her, Wheatley was an American poet in the 18th century. She was an enslaved person, and I feel like I kind of feel like it's what's the word uh tempestuous to call black people Mm -hmm. slaves because i don't think they wanted to be called slaves i think they're just enslaved people but yeah she was stolen from west africa which was uh purchased and she was purchased by this guy called john wheatley and just for some understanding about names back then as well when she was stolen they gave her like the name of the ship that she was bought on and i guess like she also got the last name of whoever was buying her or whatnot. So that's why her name is like Phyllis Wheatley. The ship that she came on was called Phyllis. Okay. But yeah, as like when she was taken in by the family, I think what, what had happened was she was a personal servant for the wife of, um of the dude that purchased her, John Wheatley. But in their household, they kind of took her on as like one of the children, you know, in the house. I think they had like two or three children. And so she just became like a, a, a child slash servant to them. And within that time, like they were able to teach her how to kind of like read and write in the English language. So she was able to learn English like super fluently. She could write it um well. And then she was also able to even learn Greek and Latin, which helped challenge the stigma of like black people and them not being able to be educated or learn things like white people would do, which they feel like were exclusive to a race. Um, now, I feel like she's dope because I feel like she proved that we are artistic and we are capable of amazing feats. I feel like uh it's hard to picture yourself as something if you don't see examples of it first. So I feel like she kind of set a trend to let black people understand like hey, you know, we can we can be much more than slaves. We can be writers, we can be we can in my opinion like be rappers, be um anything that that kind of just puts art at the forefront of like what you're doing or creativity. With what you're doing, and, and uh, she was also the first black poet to publish a book as well. And I think that's that's what she's actually really known for. So um, I think she's a super influential. Uh, I think she's helped to inspire like a lot of the creative geniuses that we have today. So Flash, that's what it is.
5: Flash. I'm really, I'm kind of really interested in the timeline, Phillis Wheatley. I don't know mm-hmm. if you did the research, but
3: um, she was I'm born really in
5: 1753.
3: In the yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, so, it. said she was in so the 18th like who, century.
5: So who taught her how to read? Because back then, you know, I just it, told it you was, it was. I just
3: told you the people that the people that took her in. So like John Wheatley and who, his wife. She
5: was like a child. Got correct, you. Correct. Okay, got you. Okay, so I understand. All right. So, yeah. Because uh, yeah, but I know it was like common. a. Um, yeah. It was looked down upon for black people to learn how to read because you know they didn't want us to. It's like I said, they wanted us in complete despair. So. Yeah, You know, if you can't, you and, don't know how to read, you can't educate yourself,
3: right? Yeah, and, and and it's wild too. I don't know what movie it was, but I remember a movie where like a dude wanted to portray like he knew how to read. So like he had the newspaper and, you know, he was trying to like impress like the whites or whoever was around like, yo, you know, I can read. But then he had the newspaper upside down and shit. And somebody had to tell him like, hey, <laughs> you know, if you're going to look like you know how to read, you at least got to like, you know, turn the joint right side up or whatnot. And I'm that's saying hey, like that, that's kind of how you know, marginalized we were with with getting the type of education needed to to help with stuff like that. So that's a fact. You know. Wow. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm com I- I'm complete though. Okay.
5: Okay, I like that. Um, are we are we gonna finish this? Um, well, the person I picked. We're gonna we're, let's go through my person real quick. Okay. His his name is Louis Lattimore. and the reason why I chose him is because you know I wanted to. He's in a, he's a black inventor. He's the person that invented the carbon light bulb filament. It's the thing inside the bulb uh, that allows the bulb to stay lit for as long as it stays lit. The reason why I chose him is because you know there's so many overlooked Black people in society that like the responsible
0: for wow. and our is, inventions. You your, yeah, facts.
5: Yeah, you got you got your Harriet Tubmans, you got your Martin Luther Kings, you even got your um um. George Washington Carvers, oh, like mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the black inventors that most of us know, because you know, because that's he what was, they taught he, us. He was a, yeah, it's what they taught us. Okay, he was amazing, but there was there's so many more people who that we could um, look at. But so so Lewis Latimer, like I said, he created the um, the filament in the bulb because um, and he actually kind of competed with Thomas Edison to come up with the light first. You know what I mean? And he ended up in the end working with Thomas Edison. He that filament that he put in there, uh, the, the filament that they used to use only used to last a few days. And you know, the lights, light bulbs weren't practical, so he actually created uh, the filament where it would last for like days, like months, even you know what I'm saying? So, you know, even today's bulbs are based off of his designs. And we think about Alexander Graham. You know, um, inventing the light bulb, but, you know, he had a, he played Mr. Louis Lattimore. He played a big part in it. And I, w- I just wanted to, you know, give him his flowers. And I feel like all month we should just be giving our black people flowers, especially people who don't get it that often. 100%.
0: Yeah. And I was also thinking when you said that, when you shared that shake, is that we invented a whole bunch of shit, but I don't think we got the recognition for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because we were black. Damn sure so. I am sure we the money for it. Yeah, so that's why we know of Thomas Edison oh. and shit like that, because they weren't giving mm-hmm. our people's credit. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. I, I, I said Alexander Graham, I meant Thomas Edison. You're right. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Edison. Thomas yeah. Edison, sorry.
3: Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's definitely easy to water down the accomplishments of Black people when you control, like, the narrative of the history yes. to a certain degree. So, yeah, I can understand, like, why it's important to tell these stories. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Who's got little, uh, Mount Mash, who should we?
0: Mash, mash, we mash, yep. mash, mash is drip. Mash is last, but not It's going to be a
2: brief drip because all, all his achievements speak for themselves. So I brought up my icon to showcase is Frederick Douglass. Okay. I feel that Frederick Douglass is... Uh, he's, he should be on Mount Rushmore in terms of impact for us as like history in America. Um, Frederick Douglass that is whoosh. special to me because he was born a slave. And at the age of seven, well, when he was born, he was separated from his moms, but he was taught to read by his um enslaved, well, the people who owned him, right? So it was a woman by the name of Sophia Aldi. She was the wife of the lead of the slave master there. And she taught him how to read and how to, she taught him the alphabet and how to read a couple of words. And her husband stopped her and let her know you can't teach him how to read because if you teach him how to read, it won't help him as a slave. Um, That information that he learned, he took that information and taught other slaves how to read in secret. And, you know, the thing that's most significant for me about Frederick Douglass is because he spoke from the perspective of someone who was born into slavery, was able to articulate that experience and capture it in an autobiography. And that autobiography is this book. It's called The Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave. Now, he did a really amazing job of articulating the experience of African-Americans during slavery. And this is a really, really great account of that. So I recommend everyone read this book if you're looking for a a clear understanding of what the experience was like for slaves during that time in the 1800s. Drop it in the
0: show notes, too. You got the books, King. Okay, you got the library. I think that that's
2: really, really important. And I wanted to make sure that um, he get highlighted and uh, take it upon yourself to look at him further. But the impact of Frederick Douglass is really, really, really significant.
0: And he wrote that book?
2: Yeah, he wrote three autobiographies. This is his first one.
0: Wow.
5: Nice. 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 Yo, yo, and you know what's crazy, though? You know, it used to be, it was such a dangerous thing to be running around and teaching other slaves how to read. Like, yeah. not only did he learn how to read, but to go around and teach other people how to read, that put him in danger. Like, real talk. He could have been killed for that.
1: And I just want to say, when you think about something simple as reading and writing, to that we couldn't even learn that something mm-hmm. which is everyday used or be killed over knowing how to read or write like that is absolutely no. ridiculous it's just crazy
2: to, just to circle back what we talked about initially is like you know thirst for knowledge knowledge right. is power right and mm-hmm. you have to seek it it's just not going to be given to you. If, you if it was given to you it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as appreciated you know but that mm-hmm. and thirst for knowledge changed the world you know, in a lot of different ways, and it, we ha- we have to take it upon ourselves to seek that knowledge,
3: yeah, so we can but change you know the world. Yeah, I I just think the sucky part about like our history is the fact that people were just denied that knowledge or denied access to that knowledge. So as as inquisitive as you might have wanted to be, when you don't have the tools or the or the access to to expand on that True. knowledge, bro, that's that's a that's a scary feeling, bro. Yeah, that's
2: all the yeah, reason. Man. All the more reason why now is even more powerful for us because we have access to that information. Correct. You know, that okay. shit is at our fingertips every day, you know? So that shit is, yeah. is crazy. Like I, like I keep saying, some of the knowledge is
0: lost forever. Like, you know, the knowledge that we do have,
5: we definitely should take advantage of. It. And I 100% agree with you. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, um, shout out to the African American Museum. Yes. I went there with my bestie. Yes, I love we bestie. did. That and was a, like oh, a dope uh, experience. It was a dope um, experience. It was a very dope <laughs> experience. And they talked about how we were kings and queens and, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff that we did. It, very brief. Um, and it kind of progressed, you know, yes. through slavery, and then our achievements and accomplishments, and how we were, uh, you know, let free and all that stuff. But um, we we're let free. Not let free. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. what, 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 go ahead. Tell me what you what you feel, Nash. What, what would you say?
2: We, we fought for our freedom. My niggas, yes. none of my niggas okay, was, was allowed you. anything. You know what I mean? Facts.
0: Correct. Facts. Correct. Facts. Correct. We fought for
1: everything we we wanted or what we have, mm-hmm. right. and we're still fighting. Right.
0: And not that the African-American history museum is everything, but I do feel like it's something that we should all do as a people, whether you're black, white, uh, any uh, cultural background, you should definitely check it out. What bothered me about that real quick? I'm just (laughs) I need to just share what I feel about it. I remember going to D.C. and they put up a Holocaust museum and I'm like, these motherfuckers, no shade, you know, these motherfuckers wasn't even in the U.S., so mm-hmm. we put up a museum for for no shade against the Jews, but like for them, before we even put in the African-American museum. So that like triggered me a little bit. I just need to share that. Mm. But I
2: mean, you um, got to take into consideration who's the people who decide to make those decisions.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I
5: mean, you know, you know, I don't want to get into the politics of it, but the Jews, <laughs> they they usually... They would make those decisions themselves, and they would they would make. A Y'all way.
2: remember what happened in the canon? Y'all better take it easy. Talk about these uh, rooms, no, I'll Be no, throwing no, it out there. Right. No, no, no. Take, it say, take it no, easy. I would they say
5: no. I would say I would say Jewish that. people. I would say no. No, I'm not saying I'm not. I don't have anything bad to say about Jewish people. I'm just saying it don't like, matter. Our point is you know
0: generations long. <laughs> theirs wasn't
5: you know. I'm just saying that they they As had the gumption to go out and do. They they make their own museums. You understand what I'm saying? They go out and they create these these museums themselves. They put it in their in their communities and they create these museums because they have the resources available to them. And they also have the community around. I, them. I feel like this is a
4: much more nuanced conversation, not to cut you off, Shake. You know like, I mean? Jews are, are much different than blacks. And the fact that, like, yeah, the Holocaust, they actually got recognized for that. They actually got reparations and all that. Legitimately.
5: Yeah, yeah that's
4: true. Um, yeah. That's what black people have it. So I feel like that right there creates kind of divide, you know, a disconnect
5: Yo, there. Like, there's reason why. It's, it's hard to fix 400 years worth of room. That's, bro. that's
2: overlooked because the recognition is what makes it so impactful. The- the recognition that we all yeah, accept yeah. this as a truth. You know what I mean? That is so fucking big of a deal that like we all have to come to the consensus that this is wrong and the wrongs need to be right. Like Jewish holidays are
4: just accepted. Doesn't matter whether it's a federally recognized holiday or not. Like a Jewish person yeah. has a Jewish holiday. They're off. No one asks them any questions. It's like they have that kind of respect and inclusion where black people would never have that kind of recognition.
5: You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. to Having a black history not yet, Month, correct. I feel like waters down the black experience because I, I ain't gonna say it waters it down I'm I'm saying like it feels
4: no it does water it down like when you confine it to a month it's bullshit black history is every day every year
5: absolutely it is it definitely does and, and also like I feel like I'm really happy with the fact that you know they have Juneteenth in place because it gives us Me a day too. to celebrate now like, yes. like black history isn't a time to celebrate it's like we're supposed to reflect on it but they don't really put a lot of emphasis on it and i feel like at least on like juneteenth they're putting emphasis on this day now you know what i mean yeah. and I wish I
4: gotcha. that is that's a nice way to kind of look at it shake june huh? we spoke on juneteenth juneteenth is the day where like pretty much it was pretty much known to all the slaves officially that we're all free yeah to me like I don't, i'll make sure i say this respectfully but it's like like it took years after slavery already been abolished for slavery to officially be abolished. So I don't think it's like worth mm-hmm. celebrating to actually have that day off. Remember, I feel like there's such a long way to go in terms of respect that like Black people overdue. Like Juneteenth was literally the day that, like, remember, time after slavery was officially over, Civil War was already finished. That was the day when people actually realized, oh, step, we're actually free? Like, I gentlemen, feel like there's a disconnect gentlemen, there. Gentlemen, gentlemen,
3: gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Now, this is a, a, a interesting conversation, but... We have, reached a temp, a, a, we have reached a tempestuous part of the episode. Fuck you, oh, man. So I was about I to give, go. There's a cool down. There's a cool down. There's a cool down. There's a
2: cool down. I got that one first. Yeah. I got that one first. I can fuck what you fuck say. Jesus. This you now got to laugh, my nigga. I said that shit first. I know the score. You got two, now I got two.
3: You're not going to be three, my I'm going to edit this bitch. I'm going to edit this bitch. Watch. You <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you
5: piece of crap. Yo, but Very tempestuous
3: um,
2: situation we, here.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. We've reached a point of the episode, though, um, where we are actually going to have to possibly continue this uh this conversation definitely. for a, 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 a next yeah. episode. We definitely have uh, some more things we actually wanted to touch on as far as um the so guess, black people. We episode. have a blackity
5: black Blackity blackity black black. black.
3: Let's go. <laughs> we probably could. <laughs>
5: yeah, so blackity black 10, uh, we, yeah. we doing five yeah. new people for next week. What's up? up? Word go. word. I think it's
2: possible. Let's go. It's, I think Let's I can go. Go. think of another person. I might be. Blacks. Yeah, me too. Right.
3: I definitely
4: Sarcasm. Can. I,
0: can. I can too. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. Anyway, so so T J, you want to take us out real quick?
0: Facts, I mean, guys. People, if you don't know if you're sophisticatedly ratchet, ask yourself, do you code switch? Are you the same person that you are at work that you are with your peoples? No. If you turn up <laughs> when you turn up with your peoples and you're able to do what you got to do professionally, you are sophisticatedly ratchet. It, it is a good thing. And you get to define what that means to you. Uh, shout out to you for being a part of the tribe. We are on every way that you can hear podcasts Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out. Backy. You can also keep in contact with us through social media. We're on IG at So Ratchet Podcast. We're also on uh, YouTube where you can see us live on So Ratchet Podcast on YouTube. We're also on Twitter at So Ratchet Pod. And we're on TikTok, So Ratchet Podcast. We're going to start putting out right. some more content right. for you guys. Right, Share right, us with baby. a friend, like us comment subscribe and we look forward to being a part of black history right
2: absolutely Absolutely. we in the ether this is our second black history month episode last year we we've been doing black history since our first episode I don't know what y'all talking
3: about but anyway yeah and non-tribe members non-tribe members if you're feeling tempestuous about following us please don't you you know we're we're, we're really good can we get a score 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 okay so yes
0: we can post the score that's crazy to score boogie or this mad. This nigga put a that's last minute score. buzzer
2: beater at the shot.
0: How the moderator do I that? Dude, TJ I already fucking did shot. the
2: outro. Dude, this nigga jumping like that. That's mad <laughs> tempestuous, bro. That's mad tempestuous for to do something like that. That's a choice. That's a cool
0: That's a cool one. You guys can go ahead and post that. You reach in. It's okay. Anyway, thank you for listening to this. That's a fucking tempestuous
2: ass podcast. Flash one is
0: four. You guys can go ahead and post that. I
3: hate this (laughs) nigga. All y'all, tribe. Peace, peace, peace. 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 Hold on, hold on. Let me put that
4: in for
0: y'all. Oh, Oh, go ahead. Hold
3: on. I fucked it up. We out.
0: All All tribe. Peace. Later. Bye, guys.
3: Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at TheRealSRPodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to TheSRPodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday.